0: Habarigani, brother Jay, Habarigani.
1: Nia, my brother.
0: I'm excited about uh our conversation around Nia or purpose today. But when you think when you think about purpose in the black community, mm-hmm. I like I, I guess there's t- there are two questions that I have. Are we talking about purpose individually? Are we talking about purpose collectively? Because they're they're not mutually exclusive, but in some instances I do believe they they are. Because I've spent the last decade of my life trying to define my purpose. Like, why am I here? What am I supposed to be doing with the time that I have at my disposal? where am I supposed to focus my attention on to get the most out of my life or the most out of my community and out of my village? You know, so I think there's there's an internal question that I don't know about you. Maybe I'm speaking, I'm, I'm, I can only speak for me, but as a Black man growing up and growing up in America, I think that there have been a lot of stereotypes that have defined what we think our purpose should be, right? Okay, so you know, if you if you grow up poor and you're black, then your only way out of poverty is if you got a hot sixteen, if you could spit a hot sixteen, or you got a wicked jump shot. Like that's a narrative that kind of is just out there that's been created <laughs> by by the media. That <laughs> those are like the only two ways. That a black man could really be successful and build a, co- a career, be financially stable and secure. We have to reach uh, celebrity status or be the best of the best of the best. Pretty much at anything that we do, and if you're not, if you're not Michael Jordan and if you're LeBron James, then you're a failure. Like I do think like that's how we look at we we look at our purpose or we place our expectation of what we think the purpose of other individuals should be as well. And I just think in this, with this principle, Brother Jay, we got it wrong. We got it wrong. It's something something is missing because I find that especially you know turning 40 this year and having these kinds of conversations with my peers as far as well, man, did you did you did you ever think you would make it this far? Did you ever have a, have an idea in your head what your life was supposed to look like when you hit 40? Like, what was the purpose? What's the purpose of your life now at 40? And does that differ than when you were in your 30s or your 20s? And I think a lot of people kind of go through uh, life not really having a clear definition of what their purpose really is. And that's scary, but it's unfortunate and it's sad. Yeah, I would, I would agree. And I
1: think, I think with this, with this principle, um, I think it's more of the collective, but in order to get to the collective, you have to also work on the individual. Um, and so the principle is outlined as to make our collective vocation of building, developing, and defending our community in order to restore our people to their traditional greatness as a people and add to the good and the beauty in this world. And so recognizing, going back to some of your sentiments, recognizing what is my purpose? Why am I here on this earth? What am I supposed to do with what I have been given on this earth? And how can I make it so that when I leave this earth, my purpose was not in vain? and, and I think when we, when we step into that, right? When we turn our passions and our, our, our passions and profits, if they're all pointing upward under the purpose umbrella, I think that's when, the, that's when we can begin to further develop our community. But we gotta know, we have to tap in this, this involves some heavy self-reflective work. You got to tap in to find out what it is. What is my life's purpose? Um, and that may be a, a lifelong question. And I think that you find your purpose when you, you wouldn't have it any other way in terms of doing something, right? Like we're educators by trade. There's, there's nothing, any environment that you put us in, Kev, we're going to educate.
0: I would agree. I would agree.
1: Right. And I think that's part of our life's purpose. We are going to convert any space we're in into a living classroom to provide that wisdom to whom, whomever needs it. And even though you know education can be frustrating i think it will do more harm if we ever get to the point where we are not able to do that and so recognizing when i'm not able to do what i enjoy doing and 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 helping others get to a new level that's part of my that's part of my purpose exactly then how can I make sure that my purpose continues beyond this moment? And how can I take in all of these resources and strengthen my purpose, right? You could tell me how to tie my shoes five ways. After I think I, I, the lesson has been taught, what else can you teach me? Does it stop there? And so if, if we are purposed to be educators, that also means we need to be continued life learners. Correct. Right, and so we're doing a disservice to the ones we think we are educating if we are not continuously learning ourselves.
0: And and, and investing in your purpose.
1: That part, yeah. it has to be an investment, right? I, I was laughing the other day, one of my clients said they got a Christmas bonus and they're sitting here trying to decide, do I buy a new gaming system that's going for at least 600, $700? or do I pay for this certification that's going to help me make another seven to $8,000 a year? Yeah. And I said, well, what, where's the hard part in terms of this process? You know, I really, I enjoy gaming. I said, okay, cool. But do you need the latest one? It's nice mm-hmm. to have, but is it a need to have? And I say, and once you get this certification, you'll start making more money. So couldn't you buy it once you make them more money after you invest in the certification? He was like, I see what you did there. And we, we got to get to the point where we get away from the material things and get back to the material
0: content. I would agree. I I would add another caveat to that. And um, I recently did a a, a interview um, that was posted for a colleague of mine on LinkedIn around graduate education, right? And A lot of people will go seek a graduate degree, Brother J, a master's, just to say they have it or to check a box, which is fine, you know, because folks with graduate degrees on average earn an additional $15,000 extra a year, more than folks with bachelor's degrees. That's according to uh, Bureau of Labor and Statistics. That's not CAF's number. That's 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 the government. So, yeah, people see I want to make more money so I will get a master's. But yeah, that lifelong learning component that you just talked about, Brother J, as far as investing in your purpose, I also think if you're going to pursue a graduate degree, it should feed into your purpose because that's the only way that you can master... Anything. Right? Right. <laughs> That's the only way that you can really master uh, a particular craft or develop a, a level of expertise is that it, it, it fits into your purpose some kind of way. And so we got a lot of people that get master's degrees and graduate degrees that are still not living in their purpose, but they got a degree because they and- thought that it was going to contribute to something that was part of their purpose, but it really wasn't.
1: And it's fine if you have a moment of a paradigm shift in terms of what your purpose is. Yeah. But still use what you got, right? Like if you got uh, an MBA and you realized that you didn't want to do marketing or uh, anything related to business, um, you decided you wanted to work in basket weaving, you still have information, a wealth of information that you could provide to those who want to create for the community, yep. I'm not saying do it for free, but utilize the gifts and the talent and the information, that knowledge that you possess. Share it. All Have right. seminars to help individuals get their business established, so they know what an LLC looks like versus, you know, uh, sole proprietorship. Yeah. How do I go about doing this, and and be the connector? If you don't want to do it. But you know that there's people that are in need of this information. Connect them to your network. Yeah. Don't let it go in vain.
0: Let let your Nia drive your Ujima. Let your purpose drive your collective work. Like for real, I'm trying to I'm trying to I'm trying to just lay it out for the layman the layman out there, brother Jay. <laughs> let your Nia drive your Ujima. Let your purpose drive your collective work. Or let your collective work feed your purpose. It's in it's interconnected. It is. Yeah. Yes, it is. It's interconnected. Nia, Nia. Yeah. Do you think that uh, we are living in our purpose on the podcast, Brother Jay?
1: I think we. I think we are in the realm of our purpose. And I think as long as we continue to. To do so. I think our uh, talents will continue to make room for us.
0: That's my hope. That's my hope, man. So light another candle on this fifth day of Kwanzaa. As we acknowledge and commemorate Nia. Purpose. Let's live in it.